podcast, Why Are UFOs Top Secret? With expert Bob Bria.
evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome, Earthlings. Hi, how are you? This is a interesting night tonight, and I don't want to go over a, a book that I have in my library, which very few have very heard about because uh, it's it's quite old, and uh, in another 10 years, it'll, it'll be 100 years old. <laughs> but wow. uh, the book is so interesting because of the, the way the title captures the whole government uh, secrecy, actually, actually. It's called The Invisible Government by David Wise and Thomas Ross. Um, it came out in uh, apparently 61, 62. It's had some uh, reboots. But uh, it opens with a, uh, an interesting uh, couple of paragraphs, which I'd like to go over with you and, and, and try to go over the importance of the power of the uh, National Security Agency. Uh, and, and in this first chapter, the opening chapter, it starts with, uh, there are two governments in the United States today. One is visible and the other is invisible. The first is the government that citizens read about in the newspapers and children study about in their civics books. The second is the interlocking hidden machinery that carries out the policies of the United States in the Cold War. The second invisible government gathers intelligence, conducts espionage, plans and executes secret operations all over the globe. Now... I move to a, a chapter in the book on page 219 of this book. It's called the National Security Agency. And um, it goes into the uh, secretive branch of the invisible government. And it's now called the National Security Agency, even more secret than the CIA. The NSA has sought to conceal the nature of its own activities. The CIA functions were revealed in general outline by Congress in the, in the National Security Act of 1947. Nice, famous year. They don't even know what they did. It's so secretive, they don't even know. Yeah, we that's a, we're not sure. That's how it, that's how it appears to me as I read this. <laughs> but the NSA duties were kept secret in the classified presidential directive which established the agency in 1952, another interesting year hmm. in the UFO subject. The only official description of its activities is contained in the U.S. government operational manual, <laughs> which highly specialized technical and coordinating functions relating to national security. So he's another, talking about the SOF. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, it is no secret that the NSA is the nation's code-making and code-breaking agency. It is impossible, however, to receive official confirmation of that obvious fact. Unlike Alan Dulles and other high-ranking CIA men who have occasionally talked to the press and on television, NSA officials have refused to grant interviews under any circumstances they will not talk. We don't even know what we did. As a sub-agency of the Defense Department, the National Security Agency is a watchdog over by the watched over by the Deputy Director of the Defense Research and Engineering Board. 
but the various men who have been held this post have been sim- similarity, similarly, similarity, <laughs> un- <laughs> words that aren't used very often. Some big words, man. <laughs> Uncomprehensive. During the Eisenhower years, the job of overseeing the NSA was held by military men. The Kennedy and Johnson administration hmm. turned to civilians with broader scientific expertise. In 1963, the assignment was taken up by a Dr. Eugene Fabuni, a 50-year-old Italian-born physicist. Fabuni was confirmed by the Senate without difficulty, despite a challenge by Senator Strom Thurmond, who also did a a backdrop on uh, Hmm. Colonel Philip Corso's book. Strom Thurmond, the South Carolina Democrat during the Armed Services Committee of 1963, Thurmond questioned Fabuni close, closely on his political affiliations in Italy prior to his immigration to the U.S. in 1939. Mm-hmm. Fabuni admitted that he had been a, a dues-paying a member, dues-paying member of the GUF, a fascist student organization in the university. But he explained that membership was almost a, a comp- a compulsory thing in Mussolini's Italy, and that he finally left his homeland in political protest. Fabuni made it clear to Thurman's evident relief that he had never been associated with communism or socialist movements. <laughs> his, uh, but he didn't leave out. He, he did leave out fascist. He, he didn't deny that. <laughs> yeah, but he was able to be accepted in, as a, a Senate confirmation hearing and his uh, appointment was at the airborne instrumental laboratory on long island new york oh <laughs> is that huh he worked in several classified electronic projects and rose to become vice president of the company by the time he joined the pentagon in 1961 he was thoroughly impressed with the need for tight security he be convinced he became convinced that a mass of vital national secrets were being given to the Russians through careless public disclosure. Well, sounds like controlling the media. Yeah, controlling <laughs> the narrative. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the reason I brought this uh, this uh, up, this book, uh, is because it, it refers to uh, everything else but UFOs. But it does mm. it does imply that a, a committee of a small group of men were in charge of uh, all this classified material that's that uh, stemmed out of the uh, the Roswell recovery operation. Because uh, if you follow the uh, the path of uh, papers and documents that have come out after the uh, Roswell uh, mm-hmm. recovery, uh, everything seems to point to a, a bigger need to uh, keep their lips closed and not reveal this subject to the public. The concern became so great that the uh, international body had to be brought into it. And a, uh, a decision, a decision uh, was most likely made at the, uh, the Security Council uh, meetings that they had uh, periodically at the UN and in closed sessions uh, because this, this this information was so deadly to the population 
that we're still we're still in uh, amazement uh, 70 years later in the year 2022 well they even took it to a whole new level didn't they i mm-hmm. mean i don't i don't really want to go down that path but i'll just say social media yeah yeah and over the years you know people have uh, looked at this uh this this secrecy and said ah it's it's a lot of baloney i'll, I'll believe the government when they land in the white house lawn but other people are like me and and they they take a closer look at this subject and they start to uh get involved and uh one of these people that that did get involved was uh dan Ackleroy from the uh, yeah. saturday night live show and uh a couple episodes ago we did a uh, a little background a background on uh mr Ackleroy's uh involvement with this uh subject quite and, the enthusiast uh, he quite enthusiast and i'm sure he got a lot of uh well, um well there was the dvd well he made a well, somebody made a DVD, a documentary of, I guess, him and his interest in him mm-hmm. and based probably triggered by what happened to his show. And mm-hmm. yeah, we did cover that. And uh, we, 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 we played some clips from from that documentary. But what we what, what I missed was actually the real conspiracy, which. If you go to imdb.com and you pull up Dan Aykroyd's Out There, because that was the name of the proposed mm-hmm. show. I guess, you know, he had a pilot, but it seemed more than that, because he, according to IMDb, in 2002, the Sci-Fi Channel uh, greenlit the Hollywood actor and UFO enthusiast Dan Aykroyd's talk show about the paranormal. Although dozens of episodes were filmed, the show got canceled and never aired. Dozens of episodes. Dozens of episodes. Now, I'm sure that, that when the sci-fi uh, the, signed a contract with uh, Ackroyd for a, 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 a limited a limited run, they, they usually give you a, what? A, a budget, a, right? They give you a budget, but, and they give you like a certain amount as the uh, trial run. And if you mm-hmm. get a good response. Like a, but usually that's, I mean, to, to have filmed dozens of episodes. Yeah, it that's, seems um, quite a long road. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's more than just saying, Hey, let's do a pilot and see, see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. That's like, they were in production. They were, they seems, if you're going to do that many episodes, then you're planning to air it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a test run. Mm-hmm. Dozens of episodes. I'm just going by that. But mm-hmm. so anyways, when, uh, after we did that episode, I was, I was watching it again and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't paying enough attention to this part. Yeah, he explains what, what happened to check him. Check it out. I got it right here. So. And I, the last show, the last show we did, I had both Bassett, who uh, has the, the UFO time clock, and then Greer. Both Bassett and Greer were there. They were my two guests for the day. Well, the show was canceled that afternoon. And um, I was outside in, before I knew it was canceled, in between the interviews. And uh, I was outside, and Britney Spears called me because she wanted to, me to be, appear on Saturday Night Live with her. And so I picked up, I was outside, I had a cigarette, the phone rang. Uh, I, I, oh, Brittany, how you doing? Oh, sure, of course I will. I turned away like this, I turned back, and there was a black Ford across the road, a black Ford sedan. And I, I was trying to look at the plate, and the plate seemed kind of like fuzzy. And I was, you know, definitely a police car. And two guys were there, and a big, big, tall guy got out of the back seat. 
and he stood in the street on um, on 42nd Street. It was we we were at 42nd Street and 8th Avenue, and he looked right at me, and literally, I mean, I was on the phone. Hey, oh, sure, of course, I'd love the show. Saw the Ford, went back like this, turned back like a half second later, and it was gone. And that car did not go past me. They did not make a U-turn because I would have seen 42nd Street. I would have seen that thing take a U-turn and go away. That car vanished. That car was a cloaked vehicle of some type. And whether this was like a warning to me because the guy got out of the backseat, give me a real dirty look. That car vanished. I know what I saw. And, uh, you know, I, I, it, was, it was just this fast. It was, oh, hi, Brittany. Sure. Oh, of course, I'd love to. Guy gives me a dirty look. Oh, well, sure. Car gone. That's what happened. And uh, then two hours later, uh, we were told we were not to continue taping and the show was canceled and none of them would air. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Was that, uh, was that an MIB experience? You know, black helicopters, uh, you know, military uh, abductions that happen. Sometimes people are taken and they talk about then being visited by, you know, military personnel and re debriefed about their abduction. Was it, you know, was it technology associated with some of these beings that are visiting that wanted to warn me off or that wanted to give me verification that I was on the right track? I don't know. But I do know I, I, did, I did turn back a second later and I, you know, it takes so long for an automobile accelerating from zero to 40 miles an hour to reach the corner of 8th Avenue and 42nd Street going past me and then pulling a U-turn and going out towards Times Square, I would have seen that car. And I looked around. I mean, I was looking for that, and it was gone. So, um, I, I don't know. The tapes exist. I have them. We're going to try to repackage them. We might put them out on DVD. How do you like that? <laughs> Interesting story. Not the first. Uh, I've heard many, many stories like that over the years um, in books that I've read. And um, it seems like a quite common tactic. Um yeah, and I've had discussions with uh, Stan Friedman about this uh, Men in Black issue, and uh, I'm convinced uh, that it's uh, part Hollywood, part para parapsychology operations by the CIA, which would be definitely intimidating. You know, <laughs> anybody that had a visit by a a dark car with individuals dressed in black has a very intimidating, they don't have to say much. They, they can just uh, stand there and stare at your house, you know? This has occurred. Seems like a more than average intelligence, of, of more than average intelligence. Well, not if, not, a, not if. I don't think, I, I, it seems reliable what he's saying. He seems sure mm -hmm. of what he's saying. Yeah, you know, I know it does. It's a weird it, experience. And yet, and yet there's references in, in books that I have about the men in black where after you read it, you, you, you sort of, you're torn between thinking that these are alien uh, individuals and, and, and CIA covert, you know, actors, because mm -hmm. the, just, just the way Hollywood could, could put a, a group of people to be in a film and make them look intimidating. When you had the movie come out, there was sort of a, a, a funny side to the men in black. I mean, he's not a small guy in Hollywood. No. He's not small. Oh, no. Guy. He's... You know, it's, that's a lot of work and a lot of passion and, yeah. and, and, and man hours that went into. And for, and for the sci-fi to, to, to give him. To pull the plug. It's yeah, very, and to pull uh, the plug. 
they could have got a note you can only from somebody higher target, up hitting the target to you know the bullseye hey, scratching the wound to too the much mm-hmm. and uh the cia step in and they say listen show cl- cut the show off or whoever it was yeah i mean look at how our own thing today this, this is this, this uh, episode of uh, dan Aykroyd was done a while ago 2002 so, was when i think his in, yeah, when he 20 made years ago to, uh with sci-fi so in, in 20 years look at how the the censorship has has even got more pinpointing you know they can they can focus on you on your very word if there's somebody that's listening to these these shows because there's a code word that that moves it up to another uh, group of listeners you know the the move uh, the movement for uh, listening to uh, someone who's under surveillance because of their security work they they listen to uh, quite quite frequently mm. as you notice in the Barb Lazar book on uh, verification of his employment before he was uh, accepted to work at that place in Nevada he was put under extraordinary security um, precautions to make sure that this man was not a, a, a lunatic and that he uh, he took security precautions seriously and, and the intimidation that that's mentioned in the SOM manual uh, reminds me of a uh, para mm-hmm. a parapsychology uh, effort to take witnesses give them a story to tell and make them realize that the national security point of view is is very important and, and these are intimidating to I'm people i'm also thinking he, he he knows what the subway is so it wasn't that the guy jumped in the subway and disappeared he mm-hmm. would have he would have figured it out right 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 but he, he was worried that he was being um uh hmm. observed because his uh his show didn't get re re put back on, right? I, I I'm just telling you that's very significant for someone of his stature in Hollywood, with, for the what they're saying is dozens. I, I'll have to research that further. Maybe maybe we'll have another antidote later on mm-hmm. in a future episode. Yeah, well, he's 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 not alone. You know, a uh, a few people who have uh, taken the uh, the steps to put more information forward like myself i mean uh, my my own podcast could be subjected to uh monitoring and that if i go too far with uh this discussion I, I, maybe i could be interrupted I by the men sworn in black. i got hit with some ectoplasmic residue once in your show yes i did well, rob just tell me if there's <laughs> any black limousines inside <laughs> your house in the morning that's all i want to know i Spent a summer parking a lot of black limousines. <laughs> I worked for this restaurant. I think it was sort of mob related. So they locked out. They love those dark colors. <laughs> like, I, I see the windows are tended. Don't mistake me for someone else, please. I'm just uh, parking cars here. There's, just there's a kid trying been, to make a living. There has not been any other color related to that subject other than black. It's never been a red ma- uh, red limousine or a, a white limousine. If I've you always... tell somebody you saw a UFO, it's uh, it's going to be UFO for you. You see what I'm saying? All right, then. Bada boom. Well, I ain't seeing no pink limousine visiting me, so 
I guess the best ones to, to use are black because they, they create the most intimidation because it, <laughs> it, it leaves a mystery in your mind. You and know. it disappeared. Mm-hmm. That, it, it's, a, it's a very strange story from an interesting person who I believe has an authentic curiosity in the topics. And, and in, in the books that I've read where the person is not famous and has been visited by these men in black, the similarity in the approach is very similar. The mm. car is noted outside the house. It's dark. And there's noted no, uh, people sitting in the vehicle and, uh, and people sitting in the back. And, and the, just the intimidation of the car being in front of the house and not coming out and just sitting there is the intimidation enough. And the dark sunglasses, too, I think. Yeah, I mean, all that <laughs> all that stuff is very theatrical and... Uh, and it works. It's a it's an intimidation, uh, which doesn't need much explanation. It just the it's almost like seeing a gun. You know, you put a gun down in the old days. The, the mafia used to put a, a gun down on the table, and that would that would tell you what's you know what's going to be done if you don't keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. That gun is going to take care of everything. So these these men in black who show up at these particular cases uh, for intimidation, I, I think I even have recollections of these men in black appearing uh, uh, during the Travis Walton uh, filming of that movie Fire in the Sky, hmm. because each one of those witnesses were intimidated. They were offered bribes, and. Uh, and also, where are, where are the remnants of some of these stories that we've covered, that some of the bits of evidence? I mean, even Walter Winchell on the radio announcing the disc in Roswell and all of the, you know, where are all yeah, these they're, items? They're all shoved there's into nothing, drawers. There's and no proof anywhere. Put not, they're all put under the mattress. All these things are, yeah. I mean, they're out there to, to, to be retrieved, but a lot of people don't know what to retrieve. Will Smith, Will Smith has a few things under his bed. I'm sure he, I, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, when, when you think about all the evidence that I've come up with in the last uh, uh, 50 years and, and, and wanting to, to tell people about these different specific things that lead you to think there's no other way to look at this subject as, as uh, other than a well-scripted cover-up. Based on the the the, the uh, lunacy of accepting this story that that we are being visited by creatures from another planet, you know, it, it could be the end of the the United States and and the world, or it could be a a time of of peace. And because this agenda was not known, this classification had to be raised to the top secret level. And, and apparently it's still at that level because the agenda it doesn't seem to be known or it's known and it's so dangerous to be let out that there's right. no need to let that uh, agenda be known until the, uh, till the, till the last minute. And that's, I, I wonder how many times they've come close to the last minute. Mm-hmm. You know? Thought they thought, oh my God, there's no way we can keep this under wraps. Oh my God, oh my God. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a crazy uh, a crazy problem that the uh, the U.S. authorities had because you have to you have to set your head back into those days into the forties. The 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 war was finally ending. The Japanese surrendered. The Germans were liber- You know, were were finished. They knew it. And when we went in there, and uh, and saw the opportunity to remove some of those individuals from Germany and integrate them into our newly formed space program. <laughs> we, we took that opportunity and we found military individuals and, and physicists and scientists and experts and all kinds of... And the uh, ones who escaped the Nuremberg trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess some of them were good Germans and some were, you know, forced into being bad uh, it's a. Uh, it's almost like if you look at a, uh, a movement. Uh, some people don't know what they're getting involved with. They just go along with the crowd because it's 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 exciting, you know. And oh, kind of like doctors. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things that are still up in the air. But um, I I feel that the uh, the complications of. Uh, announcing this subject to the public is so bizarre that the public couldn't take it, especially right after we succeeded in in fighting a war that we lost millions of of people and uh, on both sides of uh, the the water. And uh, to have a new problem and not know what the reason that they came here for, would be too hard to take at the press conferences because they'd be there uh, saying, duh, we don't know. We don't know what they want. We don't know what they, uh, what they're after, you know, and until such time, we're going to keep this from you. And it's almost like it's donuts. I think they want, they want the original Krispy Kremes back and they can't find them because once they eliminated the trans fats, let's face it, it just was never the same. I think you have the alien virus in you, I think. I <laughs> the, well, even, the, Chris, even a Krispy Kreme, this, the, even a Krispy Kreme donut can kill the virus. It's well, those, those donuts are very potent, you know. Well, there's enough trans fat to kill almost anyone. And, and three, I believe three is your lifetime allowance, not the daily allowance. I think you can only have three in your life or, or you will have um, your arteries will have to be pumped out right? <laughs> yeah right be yeah. clogged with sugar <laughs> but uh the the subject is is a uh it's got a lot of uh sad parts to it because it involves uh people being made to look like idiots so they they clam up and they don't even reveal what they've experienced and that has shown in polls that have been taken uh the large majority of, of sightings are are gone unreported and with whistleblowers in general, isn't that the double-edged sword, right? Like, if you put yourself out there, you're going to get attacked. But maybe if you put yourself out there and it and enough people see it, you may be somewhat protected by your fame, too. Mm-hmm. But, boy, that's a dangerous one to play for anybody. I, I, uh, I think they're very brave. Wish we had more, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it's, uh, and it's actually quite... Um, fascinating uh the subject once once you realize that uh, 
that they've been lying to us and how long are we going to be uh, part of this con that's going on uh, we, we constantly are lied to with other things and uh, I guess it's a, a, a kind of parental uh, law that uh, it's for your own good you know I think though today what's different is not only the curiosity factor or if you've had any personal experiences obviously there's other things going on but contemplating if our powers that be are looking out for our best interests or our worst interests you know pay me the right amount and i'll give you a nice clean earth void of any human life Mm-hmm. Or just keep this, or just keep the place that we gave you in good condition, or we're going to get rid of you. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You know, uh, come on down, beam up all the gold, and we'll say uh, we don't know what happened to it. You know the the uh, budget that's being probably already happened. This budget that's being uh, discussed in the uh, in the political uh, arena today is about. Uh, Billions of dollars, that which is would it be, and that's a lot of money. In 1963, did you know? No, a billion's not not much anymore. It's a trillion. It takes a trillion now. Did you know? In 1963, <laughs> the budget was four billion dollars. In '63, that's that's tremendous. not even the Congress knows how it was spent. <laughs> it controls private companies, steamship companies, and a publishing house. Mm-hmm. which would give control over editing and publications. <coughs> Washington Post. <coughs> oh, excuse me, New York Times. <laughs> uh, in his overthrowing, it has overthrown the governments of at least two foreign powers. Its operations played a critical role in the Kennedy-Nixon campaign. Many regard it as our first line of defense in the Cold War, others regard it as the foremost peril to the American way of life. The invisible government, the most extensive and revealing study of our intelligence and espionage system that has ever appeared in print, so extensive and revealing that its appearance has drawn protests from some governments and invisible government agency sources. <laughs> So the publications of this book was uh, not easy because it, it it revealed a lot of things that uh, the government uh, that's invisible doesn't want the public to know. And uh, this application of, of secrecy is also attached to this Majestic 12 group that's associated with the UFO subject. And I know it's kind of uh, far out to... Uh, contemplate but um, if the money that that the uh, the Democrats want to spend is got uh, what I call uh, smoky money inside the uh, budget that that goes to the black budgets of the CIA and the uh, hidden budgets of the uh, federal government that never know. have to be accounted for they, I think nowadays it goes I think it goes to nonprofit companies who do the dirty work you know, on behalf of this. And and then, you know, of course they have all the, I mean, we've been knowing this for years, right? That 
the clandestine operations of the South American drug trade. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, some of it has to be manufactured and some of it has to be pulled from the American. Um, it was the, uh, the general accounting office or the, uh, Oh, the, the, the governmental, uh, spending accounting about? office. Yeah. We have a budget that we spend every year. It has a, has a name, I think. Um, yeah. Pork. G- <laughs> pork chops yeah for somebody so, so so money can be moved around and uh we get a we get a a little snippet of what the money is going for but we don't really get a detailed amount down to the last dollar where, where it's going because it's all mishmashed inside this uh 4200 page budget proposal that the uh, democrats are trying to push through well, I mean, even as a musician, I learned it when they had the Fairness in Music Act, which basically ripped off the musicians. So, you know, you go by the name and you know that what's in the bill is the opposite of whatever the name is. You know, the Trust Me with Lube Act, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, it's only two weeks that we get these vaccines. I know here it is two and a half years. Uh, I <laughs> so 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 the the public that listens to this podcast is invited to uh, ask as many questions as they possibly can think of. It's always a lively chat room in the Podbean room too. We we've got some wonderful characters that we and we love you all. <laughs> I would I would like for uh, some suggestions uh, on what you think these creatures are here for. And uh, I'd be glad to uh, to run, uh, to run through them and uh, discuss them in the, in the future podcast because uh, it's the public that uh, needs to be educated uh, about this uh, classification on this subject. And uh, maybe some of the reasons that you come up with might be the right reason. Well, Gen 6 in, in uh, the Podbeam chat room said, uh, watch a movie or watch the news. There is no difference. And that is uh, very much so the case with with this topic of UFOs as well. As I always, it's just pretty obvious to me, even in these times where there's these little disclosures, like the videos that came out from the Pentagon a few years back, you know, I just don't feel like there was any real questions asked. It was just like, whoa, ah, wow. But it wasn't like where, (laughs) you know, how long were, did you track it for? Uh, what do you think they were here for? How often does this happen? Um, do we have any other footage? Uh, where are their friends? What did they ask for? How much radiation did you detect in here? Nothing. You know, it's just, oh, hey, wow, that's crazy. Three people died in a shoot, shooting on the 4th Street. Of the blah, 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 blah. Yeah, could you imagine the American officials having to tell the public during a press conference, oh, yes, uh, these creatures uh, are infectious. And uh, we can't get too close to them okay. because they. Yeah. So here you go. Gen six is saying to you, answering your question of what are they here for? Three phrases, divine counsel, seed war, <laughs> Nephilim. I don't know what that one is. Oh, that's the, uh, in the Bible that the, uh, the Nephilim were like the, uh, the watchers mm-hmm. that were, were sent to earth to protect uh, and keep, uh, keep uh, observations of us make sure we were doing a good job here 
And uh, Starseed says, definitely not angels if they're gray, big black eyes and three bony fingers and hide in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that has been commonly described. The gray ones have been uh, often described, that's for sure. Well, I don't think we were, we were made in the image and likeness of these grays. We were hmm. made in the image and likeness of something that looked like us. Yeah, I mean, I think I think all of these things make sense. Um, and does that there's actually when you when you when you when you separate the 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 philosophical and religious uh, uh, points of view, and you try to just look at uh, ancient uh, interpretations of mechanical devices, the uh, the subject of uh, the six original chapters in Genesis read more like a uh, an accurate interpretation of the events of early man than than the New Testament. The New Testament is full of uh, spiritual guidance and uh, reflections on the Old Testament, which seems to have more. Um, more to say than the New Testaments. And uh, that's why I reflect back on the first six chapters of Genesis, which seems to be a, uh, an interpretation of close encounters with these uh, supernatural entities that uh, we, we, we refer to as gods in other cultures. And in the Catholic faith, we refer to it as singular. But the Old Testament uses the word Elihom, which is a plural interpretation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so that word Elihom mm -hmm. is, is a powerful word because it's, it's been deleted out of the, the New Testament. The Old Testament has more references to a uh, a, a plural uh, interpretation of the uh, creator. And that is, uh, that's the problem in trying to understand the ancient uh, scriptures. Because you have, an, uh, you have a, a, a non-organized uh, collection of, of facts that go back thousands the, of years. The there's... ancient cultures, too, that all had the similarity of flying entities mm -hmm. or winged entities yeah because they had no they had no words in their language that used mechanical devices i mean they didn't well, have well i mean even in the aircraft with the wings and everything you can see you know, mm -hmm. well because that's a reference to a bird mm -hmm. so all all the all the words that that were used for interpretation were words that they can use easily because they had them at that at their access because they didn't have never saw a, a flying machine uh, or a spaceship they didn't have that word in their vocabulary the only words that they would use for spaceship would be a, a flying you know glowing dot or a, a glowing uh, orb yeah, and so the 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 interpretation is is limited. You know, the American There's a lot of orb-like things too. The American language is very uh, technical, and the English language has evolved into very uh, broad uses of words 
to describe uh, very specific things. And uh, the language has evolved over years and years and years. And uh, other languages have evolved, but the English language has a, a more detailed uh, way of using um, the, the words. And uh, I, I noticed there's a lack of it in others in other cultures they they have a lack of trying to interpret um things that we we can do very easily in today's world because but somehow the the mayans had a three thousand year run mm -hmm. <laughs> that's amazing off and on in totality <laughs> yeah and, and we picture them as running around with little loincloths and bows and arrows you know this is their this is the height of their uh, culture. Yeah, and I and they didn't have a fashion where they were dressed up with pants. Uh, the, every time you see photos or, or sketches of them, they're always dressed in in, in wraparound cloth and very little uh, clothing because the climate was warm. You know, in the uh, Mexico Yucatan. Uh, it, it, it's just human area. nature to have this image in your head or have this finite thing that you go to that you consider your higher power, or whatever. I, I, but you're setting yourself up for failure in the first place because you know? you're just not going to understand. If it's, a, if, if it's a much higher power than you, then you're not going to understand what's really happening anyway. Yeah, when, 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 I, when I look at the... Isn't that the problem? When I look at the ancient <laughs> astronaut uh, theory, now that I jump back into it, I uh, I look at it and I say, wait, it looks like there's a, a controversy between when archaeologists say the area in the Mayan um, jungles were occupied, and this is when these structures were constructed, but yet the, when when you apply the the theory of extraterrestrial visitation into our past these these monuments in mexico do not appear to have been constructed at the time that they say that they were constructed as the pyramids in giza have also been re uh <laughs> redesigned as a as an at an older date that they were constructed older than what uh modern archaeologists and, 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 and people that studied the ancient uh, Egyptian culture, these dates have been changed. I mean, and that's only what we can dig up on the surface. Yeah. The more that we use our, our own present-day technology to study the results of, of ancient uh, studies, we come up with new, uh, new, new uh, results. And uh, who knows what's going to come up in the future when we use our, our future uh, technology. Uh, yeah, I wish we spent this money on uh, <laughs> researching the Earth. Well, we do. We probably have more to learn here. We do. About the history. It's right here. Might be a few hundred feet down. Yeah. <laughs> we know less about our oceans than we do about the... Uh, yes, and we know that UFOs tend to... Uh, be um, amphibious. Yes. <laughs> and what we look at as a, uh, a big, uh, big swimming pool, you know, could be their, uh, their living quarters. 
<laughs> we don't know. We don't know. There's the, uh, uh, the subject has a, uh, a uh, there's a military sighting like that, which you know it disappeared into the water after, uh, for something like twenty minutes. They filmed this thing. If if you if you uh, have come across some of the books that I've come across, um, there's been many sightings under the water. Submarines have uh, encountered these uh, movements. And uh, I always thought the octopus would look a little bit like it knew more than it was letting on. You see, I knew it. I knew it. You know, we have these uh, these scientific uh, diving bells that we use for uh, research. We we you know we bring them to a an area in the ocean and we we send them down. And these bells have uh, maybe two or three people in them, and they're they're uh, you know they're under pressure uh uh inside the uh the diving bell and uh, these things can go down deep i mean we're not talking about just a few hundred feet these things can go down thousands of feet to reach the bottom of the ocean and the things that they have uncovered and i've watched these things on the on the history channel and on the sci-fi channel it's just amazing i mean the creatures that swim down there at the bottoms of the ocean are truly ET-ish. When you see some of the shapes of these uh, fish and... and uh, Yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, maybe that's why they're coming here. The seafood is good. Could yeah, be. that, that would be Pinch great. For seafood, none of, our, none of our folks said that. But, uh, but I, do, I do kind of believe in general that we're all on kind of the same page, that there is a long history here on the earth that that some of our ancient cultures did better than we're doing in, in a lot of ways. And there might be a lot more to that than we know. And um, yeah, it, 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 it would be nice to know more about what's really going on. But, and while they are trying to contain it, you know, we live in an age of information. So it's going to be hard. And for we them. live in the it's age of really hard. enlightenment. They've because... done it very well for a long time. They have done it very, very well but it's going to be even harder to keep a lid on it. The more, the more time goes by, the more we find out and the more we are enlightened, our progress into technology has been accelerated uh, since the last century. And uh, things that I've come across on TV channels that uh, cover robotics, space travel, occupation of areas in the uh, in the solar system that we could live there as a a bio uh, a bio robot half human half robotic uh, now you now you're getting into Tesla territory oh, but yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's another uh, he's out there but you know it, it, come on guys give us a few more of those videos let's see some different shapes and colors come on a little bit more detail man those were fuzzy you know come on louis elizondo i know you got a few of them you can't show us come on yeah what's up your sleeve <laughs> cut them loose folks <laughs> he now he now that's a person who is uh given first hand account that there are a lot more videos 
Yeah, when they land on the White House lawn and uh, and and ex- explain why they uh, have been keeping themselves el- elusive, uh, it, it might be too big of a shock for people to handle, and they're going to be running around wearing masks and uh, oh, going nuts, you know. So I, I think that uh, if they would really come clean and just tell the public that uh, we we've kept this from the public because we didn't have all the knowledge of. Uh, why they're here, and uh, we we had a suspicion that uh, you know it could be dangerous to release this information. So let's just keep it from the public until we know and more. It, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And on that note, there's a there's a big black car that just pulled up out there. I think we got to get going, guys. Oh no! Oh really? Oh yeah, we we got to go. <laughs> Bob Bria, it was it was a lot of fun as usual. I I love I love speaking with the public, and I hope to see you next week. Questions are definitely advised. Yeah, we we'll see you guys back in the room next week, and thank you for all the tidbits of information. We will see you guys soon, Tuesday again at six thirty, and, and eight your p.m. Eye. on other platforms. And keep your eyes on the sky. And if you see anything unusual, feel free to bring it up. Yeah. Check in on us now and then, but uh, find us a whistleblower. Come on. We need more of you guys out there willing to risk your life. I need some pilots, <laughs> ex-pilots, retired pilots. You got to risk your freaking life. That's that's the hard part. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, uh, the car will still be, uh, they'll be waiting for us outside. We got to go. Top Secret with expert Bob Bria.